Hi everyone and welcome to One Minute Digital. This time I will talk about the word of the day, which is seamless. Seamless is something that you hear more and more as a word in business. I think in most meetings, on most conferences and everywhere you go, you hear people talking about that we want a seamless customer experience. We want our customers not to notice, notice the transitions between the different parts of the customer journey and that kind of thing. But I think it might be worth to just look through what seamless really means and maybe talk a little bit about some examples of seamless digital customer experiences. So here we go. Okay, so before making this episode, I was like, okay, so what is really seamless? I was looking at different apps, I was trying out different things, buying things online, you know, what kind of customer experience is really seamless to me? And to be honest, if you look at the most successful digital companies, most of their customer experiences is actually seamless. So let me give you an example. Revolut, which is an online payment bank service in Europe and a lot of other countries, they are a seamless experience, you could say, because everything that goes on in Revolut happens within their app, which is very well designed and also very well thought out. So it's, it's really easy to make payments, receive payments, and also even reaching customer service through the chat in the actual app. Even signing up to Revolut is easy because you just uh, go into the app or you download the app, you sign up and then you submit your ID verifications and so on, but you do everything still in the app. You don't need to go to an office. You don't need to call somebody. You don't even have to open your email. Everything happens in the app. Another example that I thought about is actually Klarna. I know that they often get a lot of criticism and so on in Sweden and some of the other countries for other reasons, but it's not because they're not seamless, I would say. Uh, when you think about it, they have also revolutionized uh, the way you do payments online in a way, uh, because when you do the checkout, you don't even have to pay, you just enter, like in Sweden, you enter your social security number, which might sound quite weird if you're not from Sweden. And in other countries, you enter your email address and then you get an invoice after the purchase that you pay basically. So it's, it's really, really easy and it's really, really seamless because there is no there is no real um, uh, barriers or anything for the con consumer to buy, which is which is good in this case when you think of it from a perspective of seamless. Uh, another company that I thought about was Uber. Uber is also very seamless. Everything that you do in Uber happens in the app. You can track your drivers, you can rate your drivers, you pay in the app and Everything is quite easy to do within that app. There's no there's no other touch point that you need to think about, nothing else that you need to think about. Everything happens in the app, finito. But why aren't more customer experiences than seamless? I mean, I've been doing this for a while now, and I think the biggest threats to not having a customer experience seamless is actually the heritage of a company that you might work for. It might be that it's simply not in the company DNA to think about uh, the customer experience or organize around the customer experience. I think that's a, maybe the most important point to actually think about organization and how you organize to meet the customer requirements on how the customer wants to interact with your brand. I think that's the biggest issue really because a lot of companies have these old, you know, old myths about how they think their customers want to interact with the brand and these are really really hard myths sometimes to you know overcome or adapt or change and once a company starts to think about more like 
what the customer really wants at the different stages in their customer experience, then I think they are well on their way to make the customer experience seamless. So what do I really mean about this then? An example, you are selling a product online, well, let's say a lamp, okay? You are a really, really good lamp manufacturer and you're selling a lot of nice lamps, okay? Um, but in order to sell the lamps, you need to you need to first market the lamps, so you need marketing. Um, you need to sell the lamps, so someone needs to maybe, you know, take care of your pricing strategy, maybe take care of that what you actually sell the lamp for is not more, is, is more than you actually paid to manufacture it for, that kind of thing, so you need sales. Uh, you need someone to send the lamp, like logistics, and you need someone to take care of the possible complaints or praise like customer service. So there, there's four different departments already there that you have to involve. I mean, in if you look at a traditional organizational structure, marketing would be in their part, sales will be in another part, um, supply chain or logistics, they are in the third part, and then you have customer service in a fourth part. Maybe sometimes customer service and sales is actually in the same department, I mean, sometimes. Um, so you need to get all these departments to work together um, towards the customer and that is really the challenge. All right, so we know what uh, what the issue is or at least what I think is the issue in my very humble opinion. But how do you actually solve it then? Some organizations will never solve it because you need to have a will in the organization to do it and you need to have an understanding also in the organization to do it. It's not only the will, you also need to understand why you need to, to kind of change things up a little bit. But once you have that will and you have that commitment and so on in the organization, what do you do? Well, first step is to think about um, the lovely, beloved customer journey. I mean, everyone in marketing and sales and well, the whole company of every organization has heard about the customer journey. So you can just to break it down quickly, you can just think about it in three easy stages, awareness, engagement and delight. So I think this is a more modern way of doing it. If you think it as a wheel and you start with awareness, awareness might be social, it might be Google SEO uh, and that kind of thing. In engagement, it's more on-site things uh, like having great product pages that converts, having, you know, buying guides, those kind of things. And in delight, it's more like, you know, deliver the product that people ordered or that kind of thing and also make sure that they review you and that they share how ex extremely happy they are with you. And in all these stages, there will be different points of friction, if you want to say, between them. So when you go from awareness to engage, there will be some friction, definitely, because maybe you need to, maybe marketing needs to hand over leads and so on to sales, or maybe it's uh, actual orders coming in from uh, from uh, e-commerce sales and that kind of thing. So in all these kind of points of frictions that goes through the customer journey, you need to identify. And when that is done, uh, that is where you do a handover or an agreement between different departments to actually, uh, well, work on those things together. So it might be that you set goals for each other, that you have common goals. For example, that if you are a B2B company, you would say that, well, uh, marketing, you're supposed to give 10,000, you're supposed to convert 10,000 visitors to leads and then sales, they need to uh, maybe feedback quality of the traffic or and so on to marketing every month and that kind of thing. You do this kind of handover agreements between different departments. 
where the point is to create common goals between departments and then also kind of you know reorient the organization in the same direction basically and of course i mean when you do this kind of thing uh, you sometimes have to restructure right it's sometimes that some organizations don't have the right structure from the beginning to create a, a seamless customer journey and then you need to then you need to um, to change that of course okay so maybe now you have your organization kind of sort of set up uh, then it's a matter of finding you know tasks in the customer journey that you can automate or um, yeah automation basically so some some tasks i mean to create a customer to create a customer experience that is seamless you need to you can't do many of things uh, at least not at scale i mean in the beginning you can do it right but as more as hopefully your sales grows and your and marketing efforts are paying off and so on you need to automate a lot so things like um well maybe e-commerce orders going into different erp systems in the background for example that needs to be automated um email email newsletters or maybe the way that you put in contacts from your marketing efforts into your crm that needs to be automated uh, there's a lot of different things that you can probably automate just to remove those kind of things because there is not a person that can do that manually in the long run it i mean it works i mean if you're a startup of course you don't need to directly automate everything but if you want to grow and you want to scale you need to automate that's just the way it is so there is a technology perspective on um, seamless customer experiences of course all right so the last part then that's design and design is important and when i say design then everyone thinks instantly like oh it's the look and feel of the app you know what color should it be etc etc and it is but not only it's also the design of the actual customer experience so like if i i you can start with the app for example you do a design of the app etc etc ux of the app but then it's also the design when the customer enters a store maybe that uh, they have used the app and they go into the store what what, what is the customer actually going to face there how is that going to be designed and how is, how is that design going to be um, on the same level and with the same kind of experience as in the app that kind of thing so it it actually goes across all the different touch points and i really really love ux design because i think ux design is the biggest differentiator that you have as a company and still many companies don't invest in it enough i, I would say like in a digital world where we're talking about digital ux is number one so be serious about UX and hire good UX designers and people that knows their stuff when they're doing it. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to know more about me or my business, you can go into www.digitalbydanielinoneword.com. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope to, uh, that you do check in soon again. Thank you very much. Bye.